Hello and welcome to the Breakdown Podcast. I am Jamie Finch-Penninger coming to you from Road Nationals in Ballarat, where we have had some apocalyptically bad weather <laughs> in the past um, 24 hours. Um, it's incredibly hot and windy in Ballarat at the moment. You know, obviously perfect weather for bushfires. Um, uh, touch wood, uh, we haven't had anything too bad happen yet, but obviously that was a possibility which saw the um, under-23s road race... Um, reduced by four laps to the 90-kilometre um, commess, as some people were calling it, <laughs> out on the course. Um, in any case, it was Cyrus Mike who took a great win there. But uh, the main topic of this episode will be to talk about the men's and women's elite road races, and we will have a sort of uh, preview where we talk to various people that I met out on the course today and see what they had to say about the road race and what the tactics will be going into it. I sort of overestimated my um, time and ability to get around and talk to a bunch of people, so I will fill in bits and pieces here and there, especially with regards to the women's road race, because I wasn't able to talk to too many people about that. So I think it should be an enjoyable uh, feast for your ears. So um, listen up and listen good quick advertisement for our sponsor out of the rat race um, cycling apparel who make ecologically sustainable cycling apparel which contains coffee granules so if you are indeed caught at a coffee stop and you're wondering about how you smell don't worry anymore because you'll smell okay they're starting up uh, proper sales from their online site so now is a great time to jump jump on to double and Pick up some fantastic kit. Okay, on to the podcast. First up, we have Luke Durbridge talking about Richard and Scott's prospects for the road race and the other strong teams that will be facing them. We, we saw you last year with a storming ride at the road race. You know, you were the, really one of the main riders of the whole event. How are you feeling personally and uh, in different circumstances for, for the, the, the Green Hedge powerhouse mm. heading into Sunday? I think I'm in similar, pretty similar shape. Um, what I've seen numbers-wise in the off-season, I'm in pretty similar shape. I've just done the same sort of build-up. Like, my big focus is the Belgian Classics. So just really just prepping for that long six-hour days and... Um, tempo and zone two and all that sort of stuff and just with a few little sharpness to get ready for the nationals but that's pretty much what happened last year in the road race I pretty much rode around and tempo the whole race anyway. so um, yeah I, th- I think I'm in good shape I mean I'm in probably as better shape as I was last year even after my ankle uh, everything's back to normal now so that's, that's really encouraging so yeah I'm, I'm really looking forward to Sunday um, I think we've got really good options in our team um, I'm looking forward to the challenge. To be honest, the pressure's on them too. I thought, I mean, we've got nine guys, but we've got half of the neo pros anyway. So they've got five season pros with Miles obviously winning last year. So pressure's on them for right then, not us. Yeah, it is a different situation for the team, isn't it? It's refreshing. It's very refreshing. We were still reminiscing about the day we had 17 riders in 2012. So uh, yeah. there was pressure. And, there was, and it was like, you better. There's there, panic there, was a few, there was a few yeah, years there where stations. it was, you know, if you didn't win, it was. What have, what's gone wrong? You know, yeah. and this year it's it is changing. I, I think it's changing, and I think it's also great for cycling because Australian cycling that there's like really three big teams. Because you've got um, Benelong, Benelong, um, with like 15 guys all ready for the nationals, and you've got five great shape BMC guys and nine men. Oh, Mitchell and Scott, like <laughs> it's probably the best uh, nationals field 
that we've had for a long time in terms of team-wise. So yeah. it's going to be a great race. And what do you think about the changes just about back end? Have you had a chance to have a look at it? Do you think it's going to affect the race at all? Um, I, I think it's better for myself. Um, I think just two less climbs is going to help. I mean, uh, a big goal up myself. I think it's just it's just extra couple of hundred metres of climbing that you don't have to do. And I think it's also going to favour the breakaway. Because once you're out of sight, you're out of sight. And there's less recovery, but there's more time to actually get get away. Because before it was, once you're over the climb, you're pretty much descending all the way to the finish and there's not much time to get away. So now I think there's a few more areas where the breakaway can actually go away. So I think it will take a very long time for the break to go. Okay, here on the roadside of the uh, um, Under-23 Men's Nationals with Oscar Stevenson, obviously alumni of the Under-23 scene in the past, um, did a number of very good time trials. Um, Oscar, good, good to see you on the side of the road. Um, ha- have you been the last uh, well, year it's been since I've seen you? Yeah, really well. Just, uh, yeah, just been getting on with non, non-cycling life. Still ride pretty much every day, but not, not the volume that I used to. But uh, yeah, happy to be here. Good to spectate always, and got lots of friends racing. So yeah, it's good to be here. And we're talking uh, men's road race for tomorrow. Um, we were just chatting off air about the dynamics of what's going to be happening on course. I mean, how do you see the race uh, panning out? I mean, obviously Mitchell and Scott and BMC are the big teams to follow. Yeah, I think out of all sort of the last five years or so since Green Edge has been around, it's definitely the most open it's been. Uh, like BMC have four guys, uh, Cannondale have four guys, Green Edge have, I don't know how many, more than four, but not not as many as they've had previous years. So, and then the, obviously you've got all the domestic guys as well. So there's like Mobius have a really strong team, Benelong always have a strong team. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be a really hard one to predict. And that new bit through the university, I think it sounds like I haven't actually ridden it, but it sounds like if someone got a gap there even just through one of the corners and they hesitated just even for a second it might be enough so yeah I think it's really open like I wouldn't be surprised if a domestic rider slipped away and did get the win but at the same time uh, BMC and Green Edge particularly do have the horsepower to bring it back so yeah I think it's for me at least it's the most exciting uh, race it's been for for years so yeah looking forward to it. I think we're going to see quite a battle for the breakaway as well, particularly in the start, just so um, those big teams can avoid doing the work, or at least if both of them miss it, then you know they'll share the work a bit um, coming into the final. There, um, I, I don't know who I'd send up the road in that in their in their position. Maybe it's a big case of luck of the draw as well, because you know a lot of other teams are going to be fighting for that break as well. Yeah, I think so. Like with, yeah, it, it's. I think any of the the world tour guys they can all get up the road and that all be like they're all a serious threat so if someone like miles got up the road obviously being reigning champ it's uh not likely they'd let him go but if he got up a road with up the road with uh one of the more favored green edge riders and maybe a few domestic guys as well i could definitely see that getting a bit of leeway um but yeah ideally you'd have if a break with a Benelong, uh, BMC, Cannondale and a Green Edge got up the road, I wouldn't be surprised if it's got a fair fair bit of leeway. But at the same time, you can take a minute and a half out of the break on this hill in one lap. So we've seen that in previous years and it's 
if someone like Richie or uh, even Gero or any of those guys, like there's plenty of guys in Green Edge or Canty on Cannondale, if they really light it up, it could could really cut the gap down. So I think it, yeah, it's definitely it could be a win from the break. But uh, I guess we'll see what happens. Just seeing the uh, under-23 men's go through past. Looks like Dylan Sunderland's driving, trying to drive a break there, actually. Uh, but you, you'll by this day, by the time the podcast has come out, you'll know exactly how that ended. Um, and we're trying to avoid the wind as well. Hopefully, the, <laughs> hopefully the the audio is coming out all right. Um, yeah, um, who who would you let it? I mean, out of the BMT guys, though, I mean, you wouldn't want to let anyone in a break, would you? Because I mean, they're all amazing pedigree. Um, even you know the least least experienced of the Miles Scotson, you know, he won here last year. Yeah, I think if. If you could choose, Miles would, even though he is defending champ, he'd probably be the guy I'd get in the break. Uh, or Gero, but I, I wouldn't want to let Gero up. I wouldn't want to let any of them up the road, but Gero in particular, like he is one of the smartest bike riders, I think, ever. Uh, Miles, yeah, he is defending champ, but he's just a slightly different rider, like more of a time trial, bit of a diesel. Um, he'd be really good in the break. Uh, just kind of go all day, but yeah, I I really wouldn't want to let any of them up the road to be honest. If I was racing them, but um, yeah, they're all like they're all in the world tour for a reason. So yeah, yeah. And putting you on the spot now, um, have you got a prediction? Here we go. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say a domestic rider's gonna win it. Not sure who, but I think it'll be a bit of a dark horse. We're thinking Benelong then, maybe, or cast your name even wider than that? Yeah, I wouldn't be... Either Benelong or Mobius. Yeah, that'd be my picks. I'm not sure anyone in particular, but they've all got quite a few riders. So I think if one of them is still there with the two, two laps to go and they can slip away through the uni, um, hopefully they've got enough to hang on. But, yeah, it is, it's, it's just so hard to predict. It'll be an awesome race either way, so... And your old mate Miles Scotson, um, is he is he going to be able to defend his title? I mean, you've already tipped somebody else, but um, how 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 do you reckon he'll go? Yeah, I definitely like Miles. You can never rule Miles out. Um, he, I would not be surprised at all if he's still there uh, in the final laps. So yeah, I w I'd be surprised if they let him slip away like last year. But again, last year he got just that little gap and then he was powerful enough to hold them off so if he can get a gap through the new part of the course I wouldn't if, if anyone he'd probably be the person I'd least want to get away so um, yeah definitely definitely got a chance of defending okay cheers Oscar thanks for your time um, enjoy the rest of the men's under 23s as we see the remnants of the field coming through god it looks like a lot of carnage out there yeah it looks like a hard race it's only going to get harder so yeah, it should be good to watch, yeah. Now onto the women's race. I had a brief chat with Lucy Kennedy about um, what she was expecting ahead of the road race. Of course, she's newly Mitchell and Scott member and, you know, she did very well in her debut um, event, obviously taking second in the Nationals TT. A great, re great result for Lucy there. And... She's going to be one of the main players again in the road race, I think. It'll be very interesting to see how it plays out. Obviously, um, Catherine Garfoot not being on the Mitchell and Scott team again is going to play a massive 
role in in whatever happen, happens during the race. And I think every other team will be trying to plan around what um, Katrin is going to do out there. So that will be very interesting to watch. Um, if you want to read more about that, I mean, go to SBS Cycling Central and check out my article there where I am a lot more coherent than I am currently because I'm quite tired right now. And you'll be able to, you know, see my thoughts on exactly what's going to play out in the road race. Um, at the moment, we're going into an interview with Lisa Kenny, and then after that, we'll be Shara Gillow talking about how the race is opened up for those sort of standalone professionals who have previously had a really t- tough time combating the strength of Mitchell and Scott. About the road race, because it's going to be, you know, very different dynamics this year from previous years. And yeah. uh, I mean, you get the benefit of being on the strong team. Yeah, the shoe's on the other foot this year a bit, um, and we haven't really spoken too much about the road race, so I still don't really know what to expect, but we're definitely going to be going out to defend the jersey. And uh, Kat, Kat there, there's obviously going to be uh, a large woman out there at the road race, and it's going to be tricky working the tactics to, to um, combat such a strong... strong yeah, 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 even without the team, you definitely, without a team, you definitely can't, can't count Kat out, so definitely one that we'll be watching closely. And personally, um, how excited are you going to go on for a proper season in Europe now? Oh, I'm so excited. It's yeah. really sneaking up now. I'll be over there in, I don't know, six weeks or something. So it's um, all real happening and you know, being um, putting a number on the suit for the first time today is exciting. And I feel like I stepped up quite well today. I had my best time trial I've had yet. So really excited for the year. And the new team, all going well so far? Did, did the training camp and how's it all gone? Yeah, it's a really good feel in the team. All the girls are just lovely and welcoming and all the staff as well. Um, yeah, it's feeling like a good fit and um, can't wait to race with them on Sunday. Jesus. And how are you, uh, I suppose, preparing going into tomorrow? How are you feeling? Um, we race not tomorrow, but the next day on Sunday. Um, pretty deed up for that one, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, after uh, the bit of a disappointment today, I think I'll be, um, uh, yeah, more than ever G'd for Sunday. What do you think will be your biggest challenge? On Sunday? Yeah. Um, I think there, there's a strong feel, but um, I'm pretty confident and I'm going in with um, a teammate for the first time um, in a few years. So. It's, it's going to be a good race, I think, and they've changed the course a little bit, and yeah, really looking forward to Sunday. How much difference do you think it will make having that team made in there, and especially one that you know well? Oh, I think um, a really big difference, and um, in the past, Orica, um, I mean, I've ridden with Orica, Orica Greenedge, uh, when it was for three years, um, and I think this year, I think, um, yeah, it's going to be a bit tougher for them, so... The people that aren't on, on Orica, I think, uh, on other professional teams like myself, and it's going to be um, a really nice race. I think it's, it's something that's a little bit more of a, an even playing field. Hi guys, um, just finishing up here. Um, I'll give you my predictions for the road race, um, though obviously I'm not too confident in them given how open the field in both of the women's and the men's is. So for the men's, I will go with Nathan Haas. I think 
primarily because I think the teams are so equal this year, um, the top few teams, that they'll be able to for a single rider like Nathan to take advantage and maybe even snag a victory. And he's looking in superb form at the moment. So he's my pick for the men's. And I will go with... I mean, a surprise for the women's, I think. I think we'll see um, a rider that most people wouldn't expect to win. And I will go with Grace Brown. Um, she's been my rider for the championships uh, up until now, and she'll I'll keep on I'll keep on um, supporting her, and we'll see how it goes. I think we'll see a situation where everyone will be quite afraid of Catherine Garfoot, and it'll be it'll end up being a case of um, a rider that people necessarily wouldn't necessarily expect going, you know, going clear and, you know, consolidating a decent advantage and then turning that in, into a win. So in any case, um, I hope you guys are all checking out the SBS feed from tomorrow because it's going to be some amazing racing. And if you're looking for something to do whilst you're checking out the feed, um, you can always go and look at Out of the Rat Race Cycling Apparel, um, au, and check out the products they have there because they've got some stunning kit on, on for sale and it's all ecologically sustainable and odour-resistant. Okay, um, catch up with you guys later. Cheers. Bye.